Hi there. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I'm your host, Beth Ireland. Today I have with me a special guest, uh, Marianne Hummel. Say hello. Hi. Um, I want to thank you also for inviting me to be here. I well, appreciate it. You bet. And thank you for coming on such short notice. I emailed you um, <laughs> like 24 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We, we got the message. We worked it out. So um, Marianne is um, a volunteer at the ARL, and I am going to have the pleasure, along with our audience, of learning a little bit more about you. I see you all the time. We frequently exchange pleasantries, but I just don't know that much about you. So that's why you're here today. Um, so tell me, let's start at the beginning. How long have you been volunteering for the ARL? Um, just approximately three and a half years. Oh, just. just only, only three and a half years. Only three and a half years, <laughs> yeah. Um, and how did you get started there? Um, actually, when I was thinking about retiring, I thought, oh, I really need something to do. And dogs are my passion. So I thought, well, I'm just going to drive by one day and, and stop in and see what's going on. Well, I got hooked. Mm-hmm. Definitely got hooked. And it's kind of like my life's passion. I, I retired once from my job. And um, I thought I'd be fine. You know, I went back to work three months later. But I still would volunteer and volunteer. And now I retired officially again in October of last year. And I love just being over there. So now you're hanging tough. It's been almost a year since you've retired. Well, yeah. In October, it'll be yes. a year. Yes. What did you do? What was your job? Um, I worked for respiratory specialists. And, oh gosh, I started with them at the front desk. And then there I was their practice liaison. Then I went back and did uh, medical records. So I've been kind of like all over their office. All over the place. Mm-hmm. What's your history with dogs? Why you said, You've said twice that they're your passion. Why, what does that mean oh, to you? Oh, gosh. Just, it sounds kind of cliche, just their eyes. Their eyes you know, the world through their eyes. Um, I've had dogs all my life, but when you walk through the kennels and you hear all the dogs barking, a lot of people, that gets a lot of people upset, just all the barking. But then when you look at their faces and you look at the eyes, that's what grabs you. That's what takes you and pulls you in. Mm-hmm. And then you're hooked. Then you're hooked. So I see you, I feel like just about every day, it seems like, are you there Pretty, um, pretty could, consistently. Could be five to seven days a week, yes. It all depends who I'm working with. Um, are you a kennel companion? Yes, I am. Okay, so tell us what a kennel companion is. Um, we are um, a bunch of volunteers who work with at-risk dogs. Um, they might have anxiety. They might be mouthy. They might be hard on their leash. They might be just needing socialization. Um, any kind of little issues, and we work with them one-on-one. Um and just try and resolve it so they can be an adoptable pet that somebody will be so happy to have in their home. So for somebody that's coming into the kennel, these are the dogs that you might walk right past. Right. And they're the dogs that you'll see the purple sticker on. Mm -hmm. Uh, The green sticker, anyone can walk. The purple sticker, they prefer a kennel companion to walk. Um, We also have a book that every day that we take this dog out or work with it, we write little uh, dissertations on what happened that day, if this improved, if this didn't improve. We also have um, a really good rapport with the staff in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you notice, like, they're shaking their head or if you notice uh, something's a little bit off, um, you tell the, tell the girls. They'll either put in for a vet check or if something's a little off, they'll just make sure they're watching that dog a little more just to see that they're not getting... Um, what we call kennel crazy right because it's so much noise in there so much yeah. kennel stress it's just 
And that's a really good point. I think um, the staff trusts you guys because you are there so often and you are working one-on-one with these dogs. So they know if you say something's up, they know that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, 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 yes. I've never had a problem with any of the girls saying, oh, well, let's wait and see. They've always either put in for a, um, a vet check or they've, you know, double checked with that dog throughout the day and then left me know the next day, hey, yeah, he was acting weird or, you know, did you notice this? He's, he's bouncing around on the walls a little more, you know. Um, so we have a really good rapport. Plus, we also have a good rapport with the other kennel companions mm-hmm. because, if I can't make it one day or they can't make it one day, then I will take out their dog, and thus they will also take out my dog and work with it. So you guys are a great team. And, we are. And really invaluable. I think um, people might not understand when they come to the shelter, sometimes they think they're taking a chance. They're going down the kennel. They pick a dog. I like that one. They don't necessarily know anything about it. But if it's a dog that has worked with a kennel companion, yeah, they can actually get a little bit of background. Right. And it's really so neat when... You meet a family that is interested in maybe your dog, and you can go talk to them and tell them, okay, this is where the dog started, and this is the progress I've seen, and this is how you do this with him, and he'll respond, and, you know, now I think he's ready to be adopted. Right. And you you will meet the people. They will love the dog as much as you do. They will cry. You will cry <laughs> because they're happy. We're happy because right. the dog gets a new home. And it's, it's just a wonderful feeling. Um, this is, you said something interesting in there. You said when it's your dog. So I feel like you guys really take ownership over these dogs. We do. Yeah. We do. We definitely do. Um, and I imagine you celebrate like crazy when they get adopted. We celebrate like crazy. Sometimes we just are very tearful because the, the adoptees are tearful also because sure. they can see, oh, yeah, they love this dog. And... It's just a win-win situation. It is. And surprisingly, our Kennel Companions Program, while it is um, strong, it's not huge. And we right. certainly could use some more people. Oh, dear God, How, yes. If somebody was thinking about it um, and they were, said, oh, I would like to do that, but I don't know if I have enough experience. Or I'd like to do that, but I have a little bit of fear. Or I would like to do that, but I don't want to work with big dogs. Mm-hmm. What would you say to somebody that had some reservations? Um, number one, if they wanted to, um, if... You'd have to talk to the girl in charge of it, who's Christy. Christy Rodriguez. Christy She's Rodriguez. been here with us before. Right. But um, for me personally, I don't mind if they walk along with me with my dog or if they want to, once they walk along with me, if they want to take the leash. Mm-hmm. And if I notice that, oh, you know, you can't do this, you have to hold the leash this way, um, just give them little pointers and then they can kind of see, well, maybe I do want to work with this dog. Maybe I do want to be a kennel companion but maybe this dog's too big why don't i try a smaller one so we can work with anybody oh dear god we can work with anybody (laughs) and any age too because i'm an older person (laughs) (laughs) i'm a senior citizen and i have no problem taking out the bigger dogs the ships the pits you know you do and i see you all the time with those bigger dogs and in contrast to diane shields who i'm hoping to have here next month Mm -hmm. um also a senior citizen a wonderful woman um she prefers to work with the smaller dogs that's where she's more comfortable and you always see diane she's always got these cute little five ten pounders with her um so we will accommodate you oh definitely if you're if you are interested in being a kennel companion we will definitely um help get you to the point where you're confident in working with a dog Um, let's talk about your personal dogs. Uh, Well, 
you told me a story right as we were coming in here um, about Miley slash Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the dog you had. Okay. My dog at home, uh, I might be a little shaky here, was um, Tess, who was a black lab, and she was 14, and we had to put her down. Just two weeks ago. Two weeks. Yeah, tomorrow will be two weeks. Um, and I didn't know if I'd be ready for a dog, but when I started putting her things away and when I started just being alone in the house when my husband wasn't home, oh my gosh, the quiet killed me. Yeah. The quiet just killed me. So I was looking... You know, at the dogs at the rescue, and I'm thinking, oh gosh, who do, who who would who would be be my next dog? And it's almost like a, like you think you have to get one right away. Yeah. And that's that's not true. Um, we had looked at a couple of them. We had looked at another black lab, and then that one was too much like the one that we had to put down. Then we looked at a yellow lab who was so much of a puppy that <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that would have been crazy. <laughs> and then. My husband just said he'd prefer not to, not to have a pity just because he personally himself does not feel comfortable with pits. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no problems with them. They, they're wonderful dogs. It's just the people that own them and the people that raise them. That's the problem there. Um, but anyway, um, right across, I'm working with Dodger, who is a pit bull. Oh, and he's so cute. He is so cute. <laughs> he has one ear up and one ear down. He can't make up his mind what he wants to do. He's kind of <laughs> like me, a little ditzy sometimes. But... <laughs> He, uh, uh, right across the, across the hall, uh, well, actually across the kennel from him, is Miley. And Miley is, they have her down as the Dalmatian mix, and I'm not exactly sure if that's what she is. I've been trying to figure out what she is, but um, she's a black and white dog, which we never had a spotted dog before. And she's a real sweetheart. She's really pretty, too. She's, oh, dear God, she's such a sweetheart. So I've been falling in love with her for like a week and a half, maybe. Had my husband come over one day, and he's like, oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> and then I begged him this morning, can you please just come over and look at her again? Please, I won't ask you again if you just come over today and just look at her. So he came over. Um, they met. You know, at first she kind of barked at him like, oh, who's this guy? <laughs> I said, take your hat off and just kind of come down to her level, blah, blah, blah. And he did. And then we went up under the gazebo, and she sat next to him, Aww. and she put her paw on his arm. Oh, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. You know, it was like, yeah. <laughs> happiness, happiness. So um, we're going to get her tomorrow. We have everything ready. We have her her, uh, her crate at home, uh, which we had used for our other dog when she mm-hmm. was a pup. And I am getting her new dishes. I just got... Well, like I said, we had washed um, all of my dog's toys, which she had 45 of them in her basket. <laughs> so she wasn't loved at all. But um, we'll have to get a couple more new well, toys sure. for Yeah, of for, course. For Riley, a.k.a. Miley. But um, I'm so excited. I bet you are. Uh, it's a total added benefit of being at the ARL so much as you really see when new dogs come in. Oh, I know. You know, we update our website once a week. And I always tell people, you know, by the time I get those updates done, we could have 10 new dogs. Right. So it always behooves you to come over frequently mm-hmm. and um, you get the best picks. Not that right. they're not all perfect all right. picks. But they, they, all have, they all have their little idiosyncrasies and they're all little tugs at your little heart that you can... You, you can love anybody. There's I a mean, dog for everybody. There definitely is. And there's a volunteer opportunity for everybody. Oh, definitely. 
Definitely. I, you know, I cannot stress that enough. We need volunteers, whether it be to walk dogs, whether it be to um, help with the wash, uh, to help in the kennels, which is kind of like a messy job. God bless the girls that do them. Um, or to, even to help at the bake sales, to help at any of the events we have. Anything anyone would be willing to do, we certainly could use their help. Yes, we uh, agreed. So that's it, Marianne. I told you this would be easy. It was easy, right? Oh, I guess so. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was all nervous all week. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for coming. I really appreciate it. Again, on such short notice. Um, to our listeners, anybody who would like more information about the Kennel Companion Program, you can go to www.berksarl.org. Uh, click the Programs tab and you'll see Kennel Companions. And if you would like to volunteer, Go to the same website, uh, click the How to Help tab, and go down to Volunteer, and you'll read all about our opportunities. We also, Christy, our volunteer coordinator, hosts um, volunteer orientations all the time. So keep an eye on our Facebook page, um, and you can catch us at any one of those things. We would love to have uh, you and your experience come volunteer with us. So thanks again, Marianne. You're quite welcome. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>